Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, what's going on? I, I, I think I kind of understand it, but we've got an expert on who follows soccer in this country to try and walk us through exactly what's happening with our men's soccer team because it's really turned into a mess here. Um, Derek Van Deest is a multimedia sports journalist for the Edmonton Sun and the Edmonton Journal and a national soccer columnist for Post Media. Derek, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time once again today. Hey, Shay, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, okay, so so help me explain what happened here. They're supposed to play a game against Iran. We talked to you about that. That one got cancelled, not because they wanted to cancel it for this same reason. This was because Iran had a lot of political implications, so they scrapped it, replaced it with a game with Panama, then they cancelled that one. Just bring us up to speed. What happened this weekend? Well, what happened was kind of a debacle this weekend, I guess. Um, it all stems from Canada qualifying for the for the FIFA World Cup for the first time since 1986. So when you qualify for the FIFA World Cup, you get bonus money. So the 32 countries that qualify for the FIFA, for the World Cup, well, basically it's a cut of the pie. So the, the FIFA World Cup generates, I believe it's in the neighborhood of 2 or $3 billion dollars uh, that tournament, that month-long tournament that's happening in Qatar in November. And basically, they divide up that pie to all the base, the federations of the different countries around the world. And if you qualify for the tournament, you essentially get a $10 million bonus for just for qualifying. And the further you go in the tournament, the more money the federation, your soccer federation, gets. Okay. Now, the dispute here is how to divide up that $10 million that the federation got. And the players believe that they should get 40% of that prize money, and then the rest goes to whatever Canada soccer programs they want to fund. Canada soccer, from my understanding, offered them 10% and saying, hey, we need this money to fund these grassroots programs, to fund these other teams, so that's all we can afford to give you. And that's where the dispute is right now, is, is what kind of the pie should the players get from this? Gotcha. Okay, now, do we know that 10%, how does that stack up against what other countries pay players? Do you have any idea? Yeah, it does. It, it, it's, the, the thing is, like, other countries, um, you, know, you know, they pay around 40% to other countries. Um, but it, 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 depending on the country, um, it, it, let's say, for example, let's take England, for example. The, the players that play for England, they don't make their money playing for England. They make their money playing for Manchester United sure. and Chelsea and none of those. And they make really good money playing for that. So they, so basically, the, the agreement they have in England is that we'll give you forty percent, but you basically donate that back to a charity or whatever. They don't, they don't live on that money, and then it goes kind of back to the federation. So I think what Canada Soccer was looking at, and they were saying, well, you know, you guys don't live on this money anyway, so you know, why don't we just kind of put it back to the federation? And but Canadian soccer players don't make twenty five million dollars a year right. playing soccer. In you know Chelsea, Man United, so they are dependent on that money. So I think that's kind of where it stems on. Every country is a little different, but in in the big countries, the Brazils, the Argentinas, those players don't really rely on the national team money because they're making so much money playing for their club teams. So that's where the the, the difference is a little bit here. And, and and the Canadian players, they're not millionaires. They're not millionaires coming here to play for your national team like a lot of those guys play for 
smaller clubs uh, here in North America or in Europe, and they don't make the millions and millions and millions of dollars that some of the other players on the bigger clubs do. So that's kind of like the NHL players who go to world championships or Olympics. It's not about money. They make their money playing for their club teams, and this is just to represent their country. It's sort of the reverse. You know, you, you've got players in Canada. It's not the same situation for soccer players, obviously. No, it's not, and it's, it's exactly that. And I think there's also there's been a dispute because when players go play, you know, hockey players, for example, go play at the World Championships, they're not. You're right. They're not playing it for the money. But can, Hockey Canada goes out of their way to to bring the families over to wherever the tournament is, to, and to kind of cater to the families and give them tickets and make sure that the players are taken care of and their families are taken care of. Uh, and I think that's also part of the dispute here is um, the players wanted basically unlimited tickets for family and friends, and they wanted Canada to kind of take care of them and, and help them with accommodations in Qatar and fly them over. And I think Canada soccer said, hey, wait a minute, uh, you know, that's, 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 that's a little too much for us. We, we can give you two tickets per player, and you guys figure out your friends and family. And I think that's also part of the dispute as well. So there's, there's a lot of moving parts here, and it's unfortunate that they, they, came, they haven't started talking yet about this. Once they qualified for the World Cup in March, those conversations should have started of how kind of you're going to divide up the pie and how you know you're going to get their friends and family over to Qatar and and things like that. And from my understanding, the players have been upset because they've kind of been stonewalled here because Canada Soccer kept putting these negotiations back and back and back. And I think they felt that their backs were against the wall and the only card they had to play was not to play this this exhibition game against Pat. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, so that was the choice that they made. Now the question, Derek, is how much damage have they done? There's a lot of people Really, really angry that think the players made the wrong move here. They had a lot of good momentum, a lot of good PR building around that team heading towards the World Cup. People were all over the qualifying matches. And now they got a lot of people that are upset. Do you think they've damaged um, sort of some of that momentum they built up in Canada? No, they have. Certainly they have. They, they not only damaged the momentum and the, and the, the feel-good story that they were, they've damaged their reputation a little bit. And also Canada soccer, as it They've gone back to Canada Soccer for a long time, had a reputation of not really having the best people at the top and running the organization properly. And maybe that's why Canada struggled so, so many years to, to qualify for the World Cup. And, and, it, and, it, and it looks like this again. It, it, this is a debacle that shouldn't happen at this level. It shouldn't happen with this federation. Uh, and this is something that should have been, you know, worked out between the players and, and the Federation a long time ago. So, yeah, it makes the entire program look bad. Mm-hmm. It makes the entire Canada Soccer Federation look bad. Uh, the president, Nick Bontis, was, was had a press conference, and he looked bad in that press conference. It just makes the whole situation really just look bad and, and look amateurish. And I think that's the one thing that Canada didn't need going through the World Cup. They didn't need this distraction. They needed to focus on getting you know preparing for that world cup preparing for those three games that they're going to play in qatar and this is just a distraction they didn't need so they it should have been handled better by everyone all around okay now they're supposed to play a game against curacao this weekend i think or sometime this week is that is that going to happen or are we into a protracted labor dispute here 
No, that's going to happen. That game is on Thursday, so the players got back and started. They're back on the field yesterday, so they went back to practice. Now, the game against Curacao, it's obviously Curacao, it's a smaller nation, but this is going to be uh, what they call a Nations League game. So it's an actual officially sanctioned tournament from CONCACAF. Okay. Now, deciding not to play a friendly or an exhibition game is one thing. Deciding not to step onto the field to play a sanctioned game with CONCACAF or FIFA, that's another thing altogether. If you, don't, you, just, you decide not to show up and play those games, then, then it's going to be FIFA and CONCACAF that are going to sanction you. And, and Canada doesn't want that. The players don't want that because they can just start kicking you out of tournaments. And worst-case scenario, if, if the players decide we're not going to play in these games and FIFA just turns around and says, okay, well, then don't bother coming to the World Cup like they did with Russia, like they did with some other teams they've done in the past. and just said, okay, you guys can't play in the World Cup then. And that's obviously a worst-case scenario. It's not yeah. going to get to that. The players understand that, so they have to play these games. The only play the game that they, the only, that's why they kind of skipped the Panama game. It was a friendly. There wasn't going to be any consequences outside of the Canadian Soccer Association. But, but if they miss this game, then you're going to have CONCACAF stepping in, you're going to have FIFA stepping in, and it's going to be a, a whole world of hurt. Gotcha. So there's leverage that can be used here, and they will use it, but they know that uh, the consequences could be too dire to go down that road. Okay. And World Cup itself, everything's on track for that. That's not going to get derailed. I mean, nobody wants that, right? Not the players, not Canada soccer. Nobody wants a threat on World Cup participation. No, no, that's going to, you know, because they'll just take that World Cup money back. So <laughs> they have to play the World Cup. They've already gotten, they're going to get the $10 million for qualifying. And then obviously, depending on how well they do at the tournament, um, they'll, they'll keep getting yeah. bonus money. So no, that, they, that's, they're not, not going to play in the World Cup. They have to go to the World Cup. But this kind of just stalls their preparations because they don't have a lot of time as a group, as a national team to train and practice and get ready for the World Cup because these players in mid-August are going to all go back to their club teams and they're going to be playing with their club teams. So I think that's one of the, the concerns is that they're wasting time here where they should be practicing and preparing and getting ready and playing exhibition games. They're wasting time negotiating a contract. Yeah, that makes sense. Derek, great update. Yeah, exactly what we're looking for. Thank you very much, sir. No problem, Shay. Thanks for having me on. That is Derek Van Deest. Derek is a multimedia sports journalist for the Edmonton Sun and the Edmonton Journal and a national soccer columnist for Post Media. And uh, so we'll see. Looks like things are back on track, at least for the game against Curacao, and there's no threat to them not playing at the World Cup in Qatar coming up, I think it's in four or five months. Sometime in the fall. They had to move it. Typically, it would be a summertime event, but... Due to the temperatures in that part of the world, they said, yeah, we're not going to be playing this in July and August. It's just not doable. So they've moved it back to like October, November.